Welcome back to Players Club, live from the Flying Tea Club studio here at Roxo Media House. I'm your host, Jules Conti. I'm joined by two of TCU football's newest players, Nana Osafo-Mensa and Devin Deal. To get things started, obviously you guys are both transfers. This is going to be your first year at TCU, but mm -hmm. why did you choose to be a Horned Frog? So for me, I mean, I had one more year of eligibility, and I've been at Notre Dame for the past five years. So for me, I just really wanted a chance to be able to play I mean, quite literally at home and be able to have my family down the street. So it was a no-brainer for me once I hit the portal because I knew if TC was going to give me the chance and I was definitely going to take it. And so far, I've been really glad that I took that chance. Yeah. And similar to Nana, I wanted to come closer to home. I got a brother that plays on the team. So he, it was his freshman year last year. And then with all the change at Tulane, everything just opened up perfectly for me to be a Horned Frog. Going more into that, how is that, like, how excited are you and how excited was your brother to find out that you were going to be joining the TCU football team and you are going to be playing together? I mean, it was awesome because initially I didn't know I was going into the portal until, like, stuff happened at the end of the year. So once it happened, that's the first thing, like, we talked about is, like, what if I went over there with you? And then with the new D.C., Coach Avalos and everything, it worked out great. And then, I mean, seeing him every day at workouts and stuff, the workouts are tough, but that's kind of cool just to be there with my brother and everything like that. Is there like a competitive nature with it now? Like when you're working out, is it, I can do that? I can do that better than you or? Oh, for sure. <laughs> he's still, he might be bigger than me, but he's still low, bro. I got to remind Of course, him of course. <laughs> Keep him in his place always. Mm -hmm. yeah. Are your parents really excited now they have just one school to come see and right, watch both of you play? Sure. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't get a chance to make many of my games because their seasons are at the same time, but they should make every single game since we're 45 minutes from the house. So yeah. it should be awesome. That's exciting. And you said you're also from around here. Where are you from? I'm from Fort Worth. Like, oh, I went no to, way. I went to school at Nolan Catholic, down the street over there, kind of Arlington area. But I went to St. Andrews Catholic School for middle school, which is right by TCU. And then even when I was from kindergarten to fourth grade, I went to Trinity Valley. Okay, so, wow. Like, I'm really fresh like my city. I'm from here for real. So when you guys were, like, originally going to play D1 football, did you know that you wanted to get away from home for a little bit? Or is it kind of just where the opportunities I was up. definitely leaning more towards getting away because, I mean, my parents always stress being able to go see different parts of the world, and I'm still very glad I went to Notre Dame. I mean, I met some amazing people. I got some of my closest friends now and everything like that. I have my girlfriend from up there in South Bend, and even, like, all my years through there, I was able to really just travel to other places, too. I mean, Notre Dame got me an opportunity to go do an internship in Ireland. I did a study abroad cool. in Brazil. And I just saw, I've seen all over the world, all over the country. So I'm definitely really glad I was able to just, you know, take that leap of faith into going somewhere that's far away. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Those are really cool opportunities yeah. to travel the world. Yeah. What about you? Um, so during my recruitment, COVID kind of took place. So I, it was a lot of virtual visits, but I'm super glad that the chips landed the way they were. I, I mean, I've had an awesome last two and a half years at Tulane. Uh, got some study abroad trips to, or a study abroad trip to Australia. Met some awesome people, some lifelong friends. So uh, super excited about that. And I can't wait to do the same here. Wow, so you've both kind of been all over the place. So it was time to come home. Yeah, most Just definitely. for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> when you're picking a school or a football team specifically, what do you look for in a coach? I think I look for just a coach that I can really trust and a coach that really has my best interests at heart. And I guess not really just on the field aspects, but also off the field. Like I want to be able to play for somebody that I know I can come to if I have any personal problems, someone that's going to develop me more and more as a man because I'm still relatively young now, so I have a whole lot to learn. So, you know, when, during my recruiting process, I was talking to Coach J-Mac, uh, Coach McFarland a whole lot, 
and he was that guy that was just really making me feel comfortable and coming into TCU and be able to play for that D-line. And even though the um, coaching staff switched now in a way where um, Coach Avalos came in and now he's a DC, he's already shown me a lot of love. Like I even remember when I was driving down from um, South Bend, um, I was talking to him on the phone, he was checking on me and all that. We were already talking a little bit of ball and whatnot. And he's always, already a guy that I know I can trust in a lot and a guy that's really gonna take this defense and be successful with it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 100% just as far as that uh, being a good person thing, coaching us not only to win on the field but in life because I feel like when stuff breaks down on the field and the fact that I know these are good people and that they really have my best interest, it makes it, makes it just that much more uh, easy to go out there and give it your all for your brothers and then your coaches. So, I, I mean, that's definitely here. Coach Dyke seems awesome. Coach Avalos, Coach J-Mac, all that. So, yeah. That was... That's awesome. And kind of going off of that, who would you guys say were your biggest role models growing up and leading you to this point? I would say definitely my parents, especially my dad. My dad, um, both my parents came over here in like the late 80s, early 90s from uh, Ghana, West Africa. And my dad, he came, went to like UC Davis. They went to Stanford for medical school and basically kind of like just built the man who he is now, like kind of on his own out there in California, out West and everything like that. And he's been now made a prominent name for himself here in Fort Worth. He's a doctor, does pulmonology. And I mean, between him and my mom, like I honestly have never seen them take really a day off or a sick day or anything like that. They're always willing to work because not only to get their own type of success, but they've always wanted to be able to give me and my sister everything we've wanted. So just like growing up and always seeing, always seeing my parents just grind at everything they do each and every day has always inspired me to really never be complacent in anything I do. And that's been really a key motivating factor for me, especially when I was far away, because I knew that even though my family's not here in my backyard like they are now, like they're still rooting for me. They still want the best out of me. So I'm going to just keep grinding and grinding to be able to get that and be, be able to make them proud. Yeah. For me, it's my parents for sure, too. I mean, they both played uh, D1 and they, they've always, I mean, sports has been my life, like ever since little, whether it's, it was basketball, volleyball, track, uh, uh, football, obviously, but just, They've shown me like they've shown me so much as far as the game and how to, how to live life and how like those two things relate. And then I mean they've blessed me with so, a brother or two brothers and a sister, so it's kind of morphed from like them being my motivation to making sure I put a good example for my younger brother and then uh, my younger brother and sister. So sure. that's awesome. So it's exciting that you guys are now both very close to home and they'll be able to just more easily come and watch you play and support you guys mm -hmm. in the stadium, even though obviously they're always supporting you guys, no matter how far away you are. Right. Now we are student athletes. I know mm -hmm. sometimes mm -hmm. football overrules school and I don't blame you guys at all, but I'm curious, what are your majors? I mean, big man got me with the with the masters and the bachelors, <laughs> but I'm still, I'm still working on mine, but business management, that's what I came to study. So looking forward to getting into Neely and, and yeah. finishing that up. Yeah, but like he, like I mean, I've been in school for what five years now. Yeah, it's my sixth. Getting old for real. But back in Notre Dame, I was able to get my undergrad. I majored in political science and then minored in sociology and economics, and then I got a master's in business management. Cool, yeah. interesting. Mm -hmm. What are you looking forward to doing outside of football in the future? Outside of football, I mean, I've been giving it a whole lot of thought. I mean, I've always been, you know, I'm trying to get my, um, I'm gonna start trying to get my MBA now here at TCU. So definitely something like business related would be pretty cool. Like either going into hotel or hospital management would be cool. Yeah. But I've also wanted to see if I could find out ways to like kind of stay like, I would say get in front of a screen, be on TV in a way, whether that's like some type of sports broadcasting, news yeah. broadcasting or something like that. 
but I don't really know. It just depends on what type of opportunities I get, like internship wise, and the more things I end up looking for and just like start diving into before um, I really come to a decision. TCU does have a sports broadcasting program. Really? I'm actually a part of it. Okay. Um, but you could look into just taking even just a few classes, maybe put an appeal, but that okay. could be cool. And like just get some kind of, I mean, on camera experience, you're doing it yeah. right now. And I'm sure you've had a lot of opportunities within just football in general, but okay, that's yeah, cool, sure. yeah. So I'll definitely look at it. You have a lot of cool like like directions you could go in. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> what about you? Um, other than football, I mean, I originally wanted to study architecture, so I'm uh, studying business management because I like the idea of becoming a general contractor or something like yeah. that in real estate. So hopefully I can uh, use the money I make from the NFL and the experience and the, the education I've gotten from TCU to go go to that pass whenever football ends for me. Yeah, NFL first and foremost, obviously. Amen. Yeah. Amen. What age did you guys start playing football? Age? I don't I think back. I just, I'm pretty sure it was like second grade I started playing football here in Fort Worth too. I mean, it was, um, I mean, shout out to Coach Macias, Carlos Macias. He's a heart surgeon out here, but he's the wow. one that, um, I, um, one of my best friends, Luke Macias, he goes, he's at law school at SMU now, but we went to school together at Trinity Valley and he got me into playing football because at first I was always like a big basketball kid. Got it. But then, I mean, I was bigger than a lot of kids when I was little, so they were like, come play football. So second grade, I started playing for the YMCA, I think, and I just immediately fell in love with it. It's like hitting people, you know, like the contact yeah. and all that. So after that, it just took off from there. That reminded me of my little brother. He says the same thing. Football really? was like his, his escape because he could legally hit <laughs> right. people. Right. He's not getting nowhere for that. He's going in trouble for it. He just can go out there and just boom somebody. It's a great feeling, though. It really is. Yeah. And I started when I was five, I think. And then my brother got me beat. He started when I was four, when, when, he, when he was four. But my grandpa, my grandpa D, he coached Little League for a long time, probably 20, 20 something years. So got to play on the Thunder. And I mean, that was awesome. That was shortly before he passed. And then that was, and kind of just got it started from there, from five to now. So, yeah. Speaking of other sports, did you guys grow up playing a lot of other sports, especially like in high school? Were you dual sport athletes or was football your like priority? I grew up playing like basketball. I mean, I actually grew up playing basketball, football, soccer, and baseball. But then towards middle school, it was really just like basketball, baseball. But I got tired of baseball quick. That wasn't my thing. But high school, I was, like, was big on basketball. I even wasn't, I was thinking about not playing football in high school. I was just gonna go to, I was gonna go to past school, play basketball. But then um, when I was just, a lot of my friends were gonna go to Nolan, Nolan Catholic. So I ended up just wanting to go there and then got a chance to play football there. But I really do miss basketball. Like, that's probably still my all-time favorite sport, truly. Really? Yeah. Do you guys get to, like, hoop it up on your free time? Do you get guys together? Sometimes like, we would. I know, like, they have the little gym and by the weight room at TCU. And yeah. even back in Notre Dame, some of me and the guys would get together. And even in my program last year, some of the students I would be with, we'd go play a couple runs. I just, now that I'm a lot bigger, heavier, stronger yeah. at least, but it's yeah. just not moving the same as you used to. Yeah. Yeah. Things that are helpful for yeah. football. Exactly, yeah. yeah. For sure. But, yeah, I definitely miss playing basketball for sure. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I, I mean, I feel like I played every sport I could, uh, soccer, basketball, track, uh, football, and then baseball. But I, I really, I don't know how people play baseball. It's too slow. <laughs> it's hard. Me. It's a really it's difficult too slow sport. For me and it's, it's hard. Like, hitting that ball is hard. But um, no, in high school, I did uh, basketball, football, track, and then I actually did track a little bit at Tulane, too. So okay. it's been it's been football, track, and basketball, but 
Yeah, I love I love both of them. Anybody can get anybody can get the runs too in basketball. Yeah. You see that? So, yeah, do there that. you go. I just found you guys new people to play basketball with on your free time. Yeah. Okay, going a different route, I kinda wanna throw a fun question in here. I was talking to my roommate and she came up with this, so I can't take the credit, but if you were stranded on an island and you could only bring three oh. things with you, what would the three things be? Three things at all. I can bring any three things. Anything. I was gonna say. I'll be creative. Be it can be non-realistic. <laughs> non-realistic. Okay. Uh, nah, I think I'm gonna try to stick. I'll, I'll probably like a water purifier. Um, that was a brilliant first answer. I was not even thinking of that. That's smart. It's not that's close. Smart. A water purifier, rope, and then I know people use to say matches, but like, I don't know what else. So, I'm gonna just say it's like some matches or something like that, lighter fluid. So like survival. Yeah. Okay. 100%. Different yeah. route than I was thinking, but that alive. is smart. <laughs> I bring probably a big old crate of peanut butter first okay. for nice. food. Thank you. Yeah. Then I'd bring one of them giant like 12 man tents. And then third, Maybe like a flare gun, just in case I could probably. Oh, like a plane? Yeah. Um, yeah, just like in a case boat? Like, yeah, something like um, that. 12 man tent, just are you expecting guests or? No, I just want it's like space. A <laughs> it's like a mansion. Yeah. I want it. I want it. If I'm going to be stranded, I want to at least be able to live good in my own little thing. Because oh, sure. I can't build a hut. I don't like even being outdoors for real. Fair enough. So I definitely just want a lot of space where I can just at least feel like I'm inside. Because you look like Tom Hanks, like volleyball and Thanks, basketball yeah. to talk to and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, love that, that movie. That was like my dad's favorite movie when I was mm -hmm. growing up. You guys both went a completely different route than I was thinking. I was like, yes, my cell phone, mm. um, uh. maybe some games. <laughs> right. So you guys would survive. I probably wouldn't make it through the night. But <laughs> what hobbies outside of football when you do get free time do you guys like to do? I watch a lot of scary movies. That's been like okay. my thing. I love scary movies. Really? They're my favorite. Yeah, I can watch them all the time. I even have like all the Chucky dolls from Chucky to his wife to his kid. Mm -hmm. All those in my house or my apartment. In your house? Yeah, they, nah. They're right underneath my TV. No way. I love no, them. that's like the one thing I like. I can't do the dolls yeah. because honestly, <laughs> if like I heard a noise, done. No, I just, anything is scary, I'm, I'm rocking with it. Like haunted houses too, love doing that. But even more free time, I love yeah, to cook a lot, you know, just get in the kitchen yeah. and make some food for either myself or if I'm going to have some of my boys over, be able to cook for them. But, yeah, those are probably the two, the little free time we'd be getting. You right. know? Yeah, yeah. Say, but sure. still. Thanks. Now, probably cooking. I mean, I like to cook, too. And then as far as the stuff I watch, I watch a lot of anime. I finally, I recently got into it, so I'm into it now. That's so, my older sister's, like, it. thing. I don't know oh, much about sure. it, but, like, she could talk to you about it for hours and hours and no, hours. She loves it. Parents and brother give me crap about it, but I'm like, I swear, like, you just got to get started. Yeah, that's what she always says to me. She says it's really good. So, like, I'm caught up on One Piece. I just finished yeah. Black Clover, but I'll be watching you it. You caught up I'll on One Piece? Yeah. That's a lot of episodes. Uh, what, what, what are we on, like, a, a thousand more? 1090 or something episodes yeah. or something like that yeah okay wow that's yeah. crazy i never so, even got into one piece i nah, that was too many so you watch it too i watched a couple of anime for sure it's like attack on titan it's definitely that. like i felt accomplished when i did it but then also <laughs> i was like that's a lot of time that i just, <laughs> just put it into one sometimes piece. time just passes like that and you don't even realize right. it no, for you sure. and the next episode just like kind of carries over and right. then it's like whoa it's been four hours yeah facts i didn't even notice <laughs> it gets me in trouble man. 
We're going to take a short break, but when we come back, we're going to be talking more TCU football. We're lucky to have a collective that's as strong and as powerful as the Flying T Club. It's a big deal for us. It is a game changer. You know, I would just encourage any, any fans out there to support it. Everyone asks me, what's the biggest priority? And I say, NIL is big. Please jump on board, show these student athletes how much they mean to you. The thing about NIL is I think there's a right and a wrong way to do it. And the Flying T Clubs do it the right way. Let's keep winning. Join the Flying T Club today. Welcome back to Players Club. We're going to jump right into it. During our little break, we were talking about how I'm from New Jersey, so I don't have to pump my own gas. And I brought my car down here this semester, and I've been learning how to pump my own gas, and they're making fun of me. For sure. Because I'm used to just rolling the window down and handing my card and thanking the very nice person and going on my way. But do you have any tips and tricks for me and pumping my gas? I mean, for one, like, you don't have to hold it the whole time. Like, that little metal thing is a lifesaver. You just flip it, and you can go back in your car. And you, like, sit in your car, and you don't, like, watch it? It'll stop once it's, it'll stop when yeah. it's done, when it's full. Well, yes, that I know, because that was my biggest fear at first. Like, when I called my dad, and I was like, please help me, what do I do? I was like, how do I know when to stop? It's going to overflow, and then my car's going to explode. <laughs> um, <laughs> sound? I sound so, I know. But I'm afraid that, like, someone's going to, like, run up and take it is that a but irrational like, fear they can't go anywhere with the pump like they can That's run the thing but then seven they're feet it, it, like it's charging like, my card okay i or actually like, have okay, seen a that, video before of yeah, like, like people, people like just get a thing and spray it on some just crazy prank stuff oh. no like regular person's just gonna come up grab the pump and just spray it all over you so i don't have to like stand and watch it but don't nah, you leave your card sure. in the machine and then most of them know most of them oh, you take it out before you say pump it I won't even, I don't think electric. You probably left it in and it was like beeping, like take your car. Yeah, keep beeping over. Or you can, if you it was a challenge. That, you can pay inside right. too. Have you done that before? No. Yeah, you really? Pay first, inside? You inside, you tell them what pump you're on. There's mm -hmm. a number on each pump. And you say you want like 40 on five, 40 on three. And they Is say, that okay. how you pay with cash? That's like yeah. old school. Because I was wondering yeah. that. I was like, how do I not use my card? Well, you can use your card. If you give them too much, That's if you give them like 40 and you use 35, it'll only charge you 35. Right. Oh. But to use cash, I have to go inside. Yeah. Wow, the more you know, I'm <laughs> feeling like a brand new woman. I'm going to go after this, and I'm going to pump gas. There you go. Yeah, and I'll sure. send all of you a video, and you'll be so proud of me. Awesome. <laughs> Going back into football, the real topic of mm -hmm. our conversation, being obviously not new to playing D1 football at a school like this, but being new to this team, what are some individual goals you have for yourself this season? I mean, personally, right now, I'm just, I just really want to get as close as I can with the guys. Right. Yeah. There's, a, there's already a good amount of guys on the team I do know. Like, I've been good friends with guys like Marcel Brooks since I was in, like, seventh grade. I know guys like Trey Sanders, Dalen Wright, and I've known them for a while, too. So, really kind of being able to come back to forwards and play with guys that were from forwards out in yeah. the FW area is going to be a lot of fun. So, I mean, like, Coach Cos already been on our butts about right. knowing the whole team, which is definitely hard because you're fresh out of your own school. You're already trying to just adjust to how the new team runs itself. And then on top of that, you got to learn 100 plus names. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, so I think that's my biggest thing right now, just to be able to like learn the guys' names, get comfortable with them. But then it's moving forward is really becoming, you know, like giving it all for my last year, just going really all out I can. Just my, one of my personal goals is like lead the Big 12 in TFLs, you know, and that's something that yeah. I'm just going to be striving for. But I know I can't do that without the small things of like, getting to know my teammates first and getting the team right. And just right. being yeah. able to really be locked in and show all the boys that like I'm here to really just be all together, be all in, and really yeah, be able to go Yeah, team player. Crazy. Exactly. Chemistry is yeah. definitely important in a team sport. Facts, exactly. Yeah, for yeah. sure. No, that camaraderie is everything. So 
one, like my goal for at least going into the spring is to know the playbook and then also to know all my teammates' names. That way I'm not like, hey, you, number Hey, whatever. sorry. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So knowing everybody's names, that way we can really get it, get it rolling. And then as far as like individually, like taking advantage of all the resources and everything that TCU has to offer. Yeah. I mean, Coach Cause is awesome. The, the coaches, the training staff, like taking advantage of everything that's present here at, at P4 University and then really using it to get better and uh, improve off of what I did last year because I know that wasn't where I can, I know that wasn't nearly as good as I can get and then put myself in a great position to go to the NFL. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Speaking of names, I don't know about you guys, but I'm awful at remembering names. <laughs> Someone will come up to me, they'll introduce themselves, they'll walk away and I'll be like, are you struggling with learning all the names? Are you guys good with names? Sometimes I can, it can be a little yeah. hard. One, I just, I have a thing where I connect names to however someone's hair looks, personally. Okay. Because I feel like there's not a lot of people, at least anymore nowadays, it's like people have more unique hairstyles, especially mm -hmm. that will go with their face and whatever. So I just kind of use that to kind of help me memorize who's who and Interesting. all that. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, see, I don't have any tricks. It's just like, <laughs> it's just like my yeah, get their name. And then I guess the only trick would be like repeat it in my head. Like, yeah. Or, or purposely try to use it like every time I see them. That way I don't let like a. So just a, like, yeah, the more you say it. I, yeah, I'm but... talking to them. I'm like, I'll start the conversation with his name. That way I can just remember it like that. Smart. But, but yeah, I mean. It makes it more personal. For sure. Yeah. Do you guys have any like game superstitions? I can give you an example if like you need. When I was younger, I grew up playing soccer and lacrosse okay. and I used to put a penny in my cleat because when I thought pennies were good luck and like I found one like right outside of a tournament once and then I was like, okay. So like that was like my superstition. I was like, I had to play with this penny in my shoe yeah. until it burned a hole in my sock. But, and okay. less like I would not have a good game. We would not win. Like do you have any superstitions? <laughs> Maybe the only two things I really do is, so whenever we leave the hotel to go to the stadium, then I'll listen to music on like on SoundCloud. So okay. I, have, I love music, I'm a big music person. So I listen to SoundCloud music, that's all like my unreleased stuff. And then when I get to the stadium, I'm starting to lock in, I listen to Spotify. And then whenever like, we run out the tunnel, and I'm gonna do the same thing here, I always go to our 31 yard line and then say a prayer there, cause that's the number that I wear and all that. And that yeah. just helps me like really just calm down and get ready for like the game and everything get locked in, so. I love that. That's yeah. cool. Thank you. All right. In terms of superstitions, not really. I mean, I got some habits or some pregame routines. Usually, mainly has to do with music. Yeah, so I, I listen to like, it's really, I blame my, my first high school coach, Coach Torres, for this, but he used to play In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins, like 24, like all day yeah. of game day. So if you walk in the, the locker room at any time in the day, it was playing. So like kind of just be ingrained in your yeah, head. Like, like, I'm hearing right it now. right now. So like, I probably listen <laughs> to it. Like... Yeah, probably listen to it like on repeat, like not on some meditation, but like on some like chill, like for like, a, just let let it repeat for a yeah. while. And then as we get on the bus ride, start listening to still calm music. I don't really like getting super hyped up until okay. it's time to, time to go. So, but yeah, that's probably the one thing in there tonight, Phil Collins, like I'll let that play for however long. I'm sorry to my roommate, whoever I'm with. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. It's funny because it's like one of those study tricks. Like, you know, when you're studying like something and then when you go to take the test, you're either supposed to be like chewing the same flavor of gum yeah, or like listening did. to the same music. Right. I feel yeah. like it's like along those lines. Right. I was going to ask, so you had a specific song. Do you have like a specific song that you listen to every single time? 
No, it's never just like the same song. It could be usually the same artist or the same playlist I go through, but it's never the same one. No. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Now, your schedule for has come out for next fall. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if you guys have seen it, but is there a specific team that you're just really excited to play? Mm, honestly, Arizona. Okay. That's only because one of my, my best friends in the world, uh, Jacob Lacey, plays D-tackle at OU. Mm -hmm. And I saw that game last year, the, their bowl game, they lost to Arizona. So, like, I don't really have a vendetta for any tour. team. Revenge, uh, revenge tour? Yeah. yeah for <laughs> so, like, I don't really have a vendetta for any team since I'm, it's, like, the Big 12 and all that. So, it's not like I'm playing USC, Michigan, Ohio State and them again. But just to yeah. like, get to get the, uh, what's it called, get to get back for OU and play Arizona. I really want to get that dub for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean every game is probably exciting just because they're mostly new. But I can think of like two in my head that are gonna stand out is Houston, cause that a lot of my guys went there and or my guys at Tulane that I like kind of came up with are there, and so Coop, Corey, and them like, and then Coach Fritz and all of them, and then also SMU just because last year they got they got my old team in in the championship game, so a little get back for that. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you guys like playing? your friends like people that you grew up with in high school that have gone in different directions is it exciting to play them or is it kind of like them? yeah for sure oh yeah the Big bragging time. rights you definitely do because it's like if you win that game you could hold it on their head for however long and really i mean forever you know so definitely yeah when you're playing against your own boys it's still lit it's still a lot of fun definitely a little more competitive oh yeah for oh for sure, sure. there's for still sure. like little things from like little league that I, I still bring them to. <laughs> I still let them know what I did to the league. Hey, remember that when we were five? Right. Yeah, I still won that. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys have any, um, like, your best piece of advice that you've gotten from a coach or a player that has, like, or a teammate, rather, that has stuck with you? Um, I, that's specific. I mean, one that I really like is success is a habit. I mean, uh, Coach Kaz said that the other day, but it's not really an act. Everybody thinks that, like, you just go out and you succeed, but it's mainly to have it build off of things you do every day. So really that, and then the 1-0. and We did 1-0 and at my old school, but that 1-0 and mentality, treating everything, giving everything, like, the respect it deserves, whether it be a rep or a game or a practice, like, really attacking that. So those are probably my two that I've kept. Yeah. Yeah, one of my old strength coaches, Coach Hale, Fred Hale, he's at Notre Dame still. He used to always just tell us, like, when the moment, stay in the moment. And at first, I used to always think that just applied to, you know, football or if you're in the weight room now, focus on that. If you're on the field, focus on that. But we've always talked a lot, like, deeper than that. And I've kind of found a way, found a way to kind of supply that in my life day to day. So it's even the fact that, like, sure, I might have some other stuff to do today or I might have some, like, a hard workout tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. But if I just really just focus on what I'm doing now, like being on this podcast right now and just – enjoying it then it really just takes like the, f the fulfillment of how to get happy in life yeah. I feel like because once you can really take advantage of what you're doing now and regardless of what you had to go through before to get here whatever is going to be good or bad for you coming in the future if you really just appreciate what's going on like in the present right now then you won't just lose focus of it you won't just take advantage of it and that's been something that's really just keeping me happy through all like the transitions I've been through any injury I've been through any like situation of adversity really if you really just lock into what's going on in your life at that moment and look at life through your own eyes right now then it can really just take you far like a really far away yeah 100 percent. 
I love that. Live in the moment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Take every day one at a time. Facts. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Just one more question I have for you guys. What are you just most excited for to start playing at TCU at the beginning of next season? First home game for sure. I just want to see what it's like running out of the tunnel in the Carter. You've seen all the purple. I'm excited to see the purple. Yeah. Jersey it's a pretty color. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Blue and gold was cool, but repping the purple in Fort Worth, all the purple in the stands, I'm yeah. excited to see that. That's going to be probably the highlight of my year for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, for sure. Running out there and then playing playing with my guys and then uh, being in that purple, but playing next to my brother, like being able to glance over there is going to be pretty awesome. And hopefully we get it started with a big play or something that we're on together. But yeah, 100%. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm excited for you guys, and I'm so excited for next season to start and to watch you thrive in this new atmosphere. Thank you guys so much for coming on the show. For everyone behind the scenes here at the Flying Key Club studio at Roxo Media House, I'm Jules Conti, and go Frogs!